The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the most nutritious hour of business talk all week. This is Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. Your host and moderator is Bonnie D. Graham. You'll hear from the innovators who have learned to use game-changing technologies to shake up the status quo and help move today's businesses in new directions. Now, here's Bonnie D. Graham. Hello there. Hey, I have a story to tell you. Like their grown-up counterparts, college newspapers are in trouble. I didn't make that up. I got it from campusmediagroup.wordpress.com, so it must be true. And here's a quote. It's now conventional wisdom that newspapers are dying, and the only debate left is when, not if, dot, dot, dot. If you're with a college newspaper, what have you been doing to stay relevant and prevent your eulogy from being written? OMG, what a drastic, drastic thing to say. Well, SVP, I'm sorry, SAP VP of Mobility, Dan Mahold, is one of our guests today, straight from Sapphire Now 2012 in Orlando. Dan has an answer. He says the newspaper is not dead. Higher education revives it by adapting it to the new mobile reality. Woohoo, we'll be talking to Dan in a minute. And I have proof for you. Kathy Gates, who is the CIO at the University of Mississippi, fondly known to millions as Ole Miss. Kathy has launched the official Ole Miss app iPad edition in partnership with Bill Talent of Mercury Intermedia. This is breaking news. Kathy Gates says recent mobility surveys and environmental scans show that mobility is here to stay and it has great promise in higher education. University of Mississippi was one of the first universities to have a mobile-friendly web presence. Kathy did a mobility survey and was surprised to find that 40% of her respondents currently use, guess what, kids, an iPad. She says it seemed clear if we were going to commit to supporting a native app, the platform to start with should be, of course, the iPad. So she embarked on a project with Mercury Intermedia and Bill Talent to develop, get this, a killer university news app for Apple's iPad. So I'd like you all to pour a cup and join us today for College News Going, Going Mobile. I'm Bonnie D. Graham, thrilled to welcome you to another edition. This is actually our 33rd consecutive week of live radio here on the Business Channel. And by the way, tomorrow we have our other show, In the Cloud with Game Changers, Thursdays, 1 p.m. Pacific, also here on the Business Channel. Let me tell you a little bit about my guests, and let's get their voices on the air here. Kathy Gates, as I mentioned, is CIO Chief Information Officer at the University of Mississippi. Her underlying objective and all she does is always to advance the university's mission through the smart, innovative use of technology. Kathy, quick say hello. How are you today? Good morning, Bonnie. I'm glad to be here and look forward to this discussion. 
Wonderful. I am too. And you know, Kathy, this is usually a roundtable, an interview. I think we're going to do some storytelling here today with you and Dan and Bill. So let me tell our audience about them. Bill Talent is CEO of Mercury Intermedia. Bill has been applying cutting-edge technology, I think before we even knew the term cutting-edge technology, since he was in college. Bill says, these days, I'm having a great time working with a bunch of very smart younger guys, watching them create astonishing products while contributing my years of experience on the business side. And I have to tell you, women don't talk about their age. Some women like me do, of course. But Bill Staff at Mercury Intermedia calls him their 70-year-old teenager. So we're going to welcome our one of our older teenagers here to Coffee Break. Hi, Bill. How are you today? Great. Thanks for inviting me, Bonnie. Wonderful. Can't wait to talk to you. And you're on the show floor at Sapphire with Dan as well. Speaking of Dan, Dan Mahold, VP Enterprise Mobility at SAP Americas. And Dan has a very personal link to the field of education because Dan founded a nonprofit foundation www.connectededu.org org, to educate high school students on core business disciplines and leadership principles. Welcome back to Coffee Break, Dan. How are you today? I'm great, Bonnie. Thanks for having me. Well, I have to tell everybody, Dan and I kicked off this series on October 5th, 2011. It was just the two of us on live radio for one entire hour. And, Dan, we rocked. I can't think of anybody I would rather have had with me on the air for the very first show. So, again, a million times, thank you. Did you ever recover from that? I did recover, and I'm still alive, so thanks for asking. (laughs) Thanks for coming back. I'm I'm glad you trust me. By the way, if you want to tweet us your questions or comments for Bill, Dan, and Kathy, we are taking live tweets at pound sign SAP radio. And if you want to tell us what you're drinking today in your cup, pound sign SAP radio coffee. So let's get to kicking this off. And this is going to be more storytelling than an interview. Kathy Gates, you say, you quoted here, Tom Epps, Chief Communications Officer at Ole Miss. Tom says in today's world, if you're ahead of the pack in technology, you're assumed to be a leader across the board. Kathy Gates, CIO at Ole Miss, tell us a little bit about your love of technology and how you realized you could do major, major innovations at Ole Miss with an app. Talk to me. Well, the, if you um, travel in higher education IT circles, there's a, a struggle going on with how to approach mobility. Um, a lot of vendors are offering solutions. Uh, if you walk across our beautiful campus, the first thing you'll notice is that every student has an iPhone to his or her ear. Um, so we've been trying to figure this out. Also, universities are um, constrained in terms of budgets, and so we have to be smart about how we apply our resources. So we've been watching this for a while. We um, had some early starts with um, web-based mobile services, uh, but the opportunity to use the iPad to deliver information uh, we felt was really fabulous for a lot of reasons. So let me stop there on the iPad. Overall, in higher education, we're trying to figure out how we can use technology to innovate and to make the whole organization um, better, more efficient, more relevant, how we can align technology with the university's mission to enhance the overall mission and to um, not just be plumbers in terms of delivering commodity services, but to really be innovators. Interesting. Kathy, I want to give our listeners a little bit of history here. If you don't mind, I'd like to read a little bit about University of Mississippi from Wikipedia. Okay with you? Okay. 
I want to tell them who you are and what this is all about. The Mississippi legislator chartered Ole Miss on February 24, 1844. The university opened its doors to its first class of 80 students four years later in 1848. For 23 years, Ole Miss was Mississippi's only public institution of higher learning, and for 110 years, it was the state's only comprehensive university. Kathy Gates, that says to me, a lot of history has been made, and Ole Miss has been a groundbreaker across the board for well over 100, 150 years. So that's that's quite a platform of uh, reputation for you to uphold. Sounds like you're taking it forward into this great, vast, exciting world of mobility. Is this as exciting for you as it sounds like it is historically for the university? It really is. Um, a- as you noted, we are a very traditional university, but we're also very forward-thinking. And we we feel like we just have to be there with mobility, that that is our future. Uh, and it, of all of our constituencies, the group that drives mobility the hardest and the fastest are the students. They want it. They expect it. They experience great mobile apps in other parts of their lives, and they want to have that same experience in their um, co- in in their college work too. And so that's across all fronts. It might be um, they may want to get on-demand video from lectures. They may want to t- take care of business from a mobile device. With the iPad app that is the focus today, it's more about how to connect with your university mm-hmm. and feel like you're at your university even when you're not at your university. So there, there's just great, great opportunity. Now, Kathy, I'm very intrigued that the college radio station is called Rebel Radio. That says a lot to me, and I I think that goes along with the history. We have to bring in our 70-year-old teenager here, Bill Talent at Mercury Intermediate. Bill, how exciting is it for you to work on this? I know you you think mobility is is the wow. It's the big aha factor today, and you are right. Dan Mahold knows that. Kathy clearly knows that. So, Bill, when you were contacted, by whom? Was it Dan? Was it Kathy? What did you think? Ole Miss, an app? What what was going through your mind? Yeah, uh, opportunity was what was going through my mind when we got contacted by uh, Kathy and Ole Miss, a meeting which, by the way, was facilitated by SAP. Uh, we met with these guys, and we found them very, very open to innovation. One of the things we feel that really limits us on new assignments is when we deal with a customer who uh, really wants to limit our thinking in the ways uh, that we innovate. One of the great things about our partnership with Ole Miss is they did the opposite. They gave us a great deal of freedom in designing the app and uh, and in building the app, uh, and uh, it has, has turned into a great success for us. Uh, we're just totally excited to see our friends at uh, the University of Mississippi uh, become leaders in higher education in applying a brand new uh, device uh, to the task of uh, providing news and information to the colleges, uh, to the university's constituencies. Thanks, Bill. So well put, and I appreciate that. And I want to hear from Dan. Dan, it's all about, as, as they're saying, connecting reaching out, finding partners, finding like-minded people to move a dream, a goal, a gleam, into a mission, into something that's real. Were you the one who put Kathy and Bill together, or how did that happen with SAP as the facilitator, Bill? I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah, Bonnie, sure. So uh, we actually deployed a very similar application uh, at at SAP to our 60,000 employees 
we've been a huge mover, you know, into the iPad technology and tablets in general. And imagine 60,000 people located, you know, across the world trying to stay on the same page with respect to our strategy, um, you know, our new product introductions, our acquisitions, moves in personnel, uh, and and you know, a variety of things that that we need to stay communicate that we that we need to communicate on and stay connected, you know, together, so that we we speak with one voice, you know, to the global marketplace. And Bill and I were were. Uh, having breakfast, and Kathy joined us, and, and I showed Kathy what Bill's company, Mercury Intermedia, had built for SAP, and I think she made the connection immediately that this was a game-changing technology that could be applied in higher education to keep students, alumni, faculty, and fans, you know, all on the same page. Wonderful, and literally on the same page, we're talking about college news. Whatever happened to the college newspaper? Well, kids, there's an app for that. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. Perfect segue. Thank you, Dan Mull, for taking me up to our first break. You're listening to Coffee Break with Game Changers, and two of our three guests are broadcasting to us live from the floor of SAP Sapphire Now 2012. How mobile and how cool is that? We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime anywhere and on any device www.sap.com we hear it and read about it every day in the news stock prices plunging home prices receding and unemployment growing how can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy tune in to turning hard times into good times with host jay taylor Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning hard times into good times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Is marketing making us ill? And if it is, how can we heal humanity and the planet by changing the way we sell? This is Lynn Serafin inviting you to join me and a great lineup of thought leaders in business, media, and marketing on The Seven Graces of Marketing, Mondays at 6 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. So let the dialogue begin. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. To speak with Bonnie D. Graham and her guests, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to bonnie.d.graham at sap.com. 
And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag pound sign S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Now let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. And here we are, and let's talk about Coffee Break. Kathy Gates, Ole Miss, CIO. What are you drinking today, Kathy? What's fueling you in your spirit of innovation? My virtual coffee cup is filled with cafe au lait. That's a bold drink that's rich. This is a bold project. Um, I usually in my CIO life deal with financial systems and academic systems and grading, and this project is so much fun dealing with rich media. Great. Thank you, Kathy. And let's turn to Bill Talent on the floor of Sapphire Now 2012 in Orlando. Bill, what's in your cup today? Same thing that's in my cup every single day, and that's simplicity. The most important thing about applications is that they be usable, easily usable, because that's the key to getting high levels of engagement with applications. So simplicity is our watchword. Simplicity governs everything we do when we design an app. We simply want the customer to be able to use it. And Kathy just completed a survey of her new users, and the new, the new users uh, reported resoundingly that the, they found the application simple and easy to use, and that's music to our ears. That's what's in my cup. Well, that's lovely. And by the way, if you had a real cup in front of you, would it be coffee, tea, water, or would it be a little bit of SAP champagne in there, Bill? I, I need to know what's really in the cup. Come on, give me here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm on the floor at Sapphire, so you know it's SAP champagne. Uh oh. We love it, Bill. You're, you're just rocking here. And Dan Mahal, what are you drinking today? Bonnie, I uh, switched to Florida orange juice this morning, and uh, it is awesome. Wonderful, good. And Malcolm, as always, is, uh, let's see, he's in his hotel room with Blah Coffee in Orlando, but he's wishing for a cup of Equator Coffee's espresso. That's what he's always drinking. And Patrick, we hear through the Twitter grapevine, is sipping hazelnut coffee this morning. Thank you very much, Patrick, for that. Everybody's so busy with Sapphire, they're all dispersed all over the place, Dan. So we're, we have a fewer coffee tweets than we usually do today, but we'll be back up to speed next week. So let's talk a little more to Kathy Gates, CIO at Ole Miss. Kathy, I'd love for you to comment a little bit. I know it's not your area, specifically journalism, but I opened the show talking about the newspaper is dead, and here you are helping to create this marvelous, unique, vivid, vivacious news app that's connecting people all over Ole Miss. What do you think is, is going to be coming out from what you and Bill Talent at Mercury Intermedia did in terms of affecting the viability of newspapers in general. Can you make any big, broad statement for me here? So I think um, that the newspaper is not – the printed newspaper may be heading toward death, but the content in the newspaper is very much alive. People want this. And so we're just offering it in a different way. And this now requires new skills. We need um, incredible digital media skills. We need – the app includes HD photography, video, Twitter feeds, uh, a radio stream. And so in my mind, working in a university, we need to be producing students who will become future uh, members of the workforce who have all of these skills. Um, it's really been fascinating to watch. As Bill mentioned, we just conducted a survey um, to gauge initial reactions to the app. And of the 
respondents who have their own iPads, the app moved into the number one spot for how they got information about the university. That's ahead of the campus website, social media, email blast, um, printed publications, even the school newspaper. The new iPad app moved into the number one spot. It's only been out there about a month, so that's amazing to me. Um, another really neat thing is the speed at which, at which we can deliver content to our users. We had graduation this weekend, and so before the weekend was out, we had photo galleries up and videos of the uh, senior class president's speeches on the app. Now, it'll take this full week for all of those um, different kinds of media to be available through printed publications. Kathy, this must be very exciting for you. The idea that you, you created something, you and Bill and Dan got together. We're going to talk about that, that fateful breakfast meeting in a couple of minutes. But the excitement, I can hear it in your voice. Uh, how are you feeling about this? You know, there, there is a human side. We're talking apps, we're talking technology, but people are driving this, people are benefiting from it. What do you say when you, you get these statistics and you hear that people are embracing this on the campus, that it is coming to life in a very, very bold way, like what you're drinking bold today. Uh, how does that feel? Is that gratifying? Is that, wow, we have to do more? Where does that leave you in terms of an innovator? Well, for, for me, that's where your, your joy in living comes, to, to be on a project, to create something new, to work as part of a team. And I have to tell you, Mercury is a fabulous partner. Now, not only is Mercury a fabulous partner, but in this, we also leveraged our long-standing relationship with SAP. So we're using our SAP system underneath to deliver some content, and we're using some new SAP functionality, including NetWeaver Gateway, to take data that's in our back-end SAP system and send it to these mobile devices. Um, it's... That's, that's the fun in work, is to be able to work side-by-side side with others who are committed to excellence, both at the university and among our vendor partners, and to create something new. And then to get that feedback from our constituencies. And it wasn't just, um, we, we love it. We got a lot of that. We love it. It makes mm -hmm. me feel connected to the university. I'm so proud of my university. But wow. also, here's what I want you to do next. And so our students and faculty they want not only news about the university and photographs, but they want to be able to actually do work on the app to view grades and to approve workflows from the app itself. So this is not the end. We have got a, a, um, a full plate ahead of us in terms of opportunity and really transforming the way um, students and alumni and employees and parents interact with the university. That is great. I had a feeling that this was going to be just the start for you. I want to bring Dan Mahold into this conversation. Dan, one of the buzzwords at Sapphire yesterday, and I told you I interviewed on Monday and Tuesday 26 influencers, a couple of partners, and some customers from Sapphire Live. And one of the buzzwords that came out that really captured people's attention, Dan, was co-innovation. It's a spirit. It's not a, as Sven Danikin said, it's not a department. It's not a program. It's a spirit. It's something that people understand and 
and SAP gets it. In, in terms of co-innovation, uh, Dan, is this a, a beautiful case of a wow between Bill and Kathy and the students at the university and, and you from SAP all co-innovating together, would you say? Yeah, very much, Bonnie. And just, just, uh, you're, you're fading a little bit, your voice, so maybe we could crank up your volume a bit. Yeah, um, we'll do that. So the co-innovation is, 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 is everything to a technology company. I mean, you, you never are going to come up with, with all of your ideas and, you know, on your own. And, you know, when you, when you fluidly, you know, connect with other people that, that have brilliant ideas, you know, great vision, certainly Kathy and Bill fit in that category, you know, in a huge way. You know, the magic happens, and you, you combine that with, you know, a very elegant piece of technology called the iPad, and, you, you know, you have a home run. And I think that's what, what we had here. And, and this would have never happened, you know, if these three groups, the University of Mississippi, Mercury Intermediate, and SAP had not come together. And, you know, we come up with four or five ideas a week about how we need to, you know, improve and innovate and continue to drive this communication agenda forward, which, which, as you know, you know, the part of the, 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 one of the most challenging things, you know, in business is, is to, to, you know, help people, you know, stay connected to their company so that they feel part of, you know, who it is and what it does and where it's going. And, and, you know, people, people take that personally. And this is a shining example of, you know, three very different businesses coming together to create, you know, I think a, a home run application. I, I couldn't agree more. Dan, can you hear me a little better now? Yeah, slightly, Bonnie. You're coming through a little better. Thank you. All right. I'm going to put my, my microphone a little closer to the mouth. I want to talk to Bill Talent. Bill, your career spans mainframes, mini computers, personal computers, and now the Internet. And you, I have a quote here from you. You say, mobile computing is larger than all three preceding computing classes, and you're having the time of your life innovating in this spectacular new field of mobile. There's the spirit of Bill Talon coming through. Bill, tell me a little bit about your experience. So we have three minutes till the end of this, the end of this segment. I'd like to hear from you. What's your vision of from where you came, your college days, cutting edge? What was cutting edge back then, Bill? Uh, cutting edge back then was uh, what we consider to be uh, dinosaurs today. That is mainframe computers. But uh, truly, uh, the uh, the 1960s were very similar to today in that the ni- in the 1960s, IBM introduced a new line of mainframe computers called System 360, and it just exploded. Well, I haven't seen an explosion like that since the 1960s where the labor markets got tight, the demand for new staff was so great. That's happening today in mobile. Uh, during uh, uh, Mr. McDermott's uh, keynote, he made mm-hmm. a statement that I found outrageous. He said, this year in the United States, people will buy as many mobile computers as toothbrushes. So I couldn't quite buy that. So I went back to my room, got on the Internet, and did my own research. And you know what? He's what? right. So to put this in perspective, you need to realize that people in America today will buy as many mobile computers as they will toothbrushes. So there's no precedent for this wave of change. It dwarfs the size of the PC revolution back in the 1980s. And it's just uh, a fun environment to be in to watch uh, to watch to watch this uh, movement happening. 
Uh, Ole Miss is taking advantage of that. It's not widely known, but consumers see desktop and laptop computers and the Internet as sort of clunky, as sort of old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. And the one of the reasons they like the new iPad app and one of the reasons it's become num- their number one source for school information and news is because it goes with the person using it. Wherever they are, they can take it and interface with news and information at Ole Miss with a touch of the finger. So this, uh, this revolution uh, uh, moving away from websites and, uh, and uh, uh, desktop computers reminds me a lot uh, of when uh, our whole uh, nation moved away from many computers uh, to PCs. We're seeing it again, but it's much bigger and it's much faster. And the uh, University of Mississippi has moved out boldly to take advantage of it. Thank you, Bill. Great perspective historically. And by the way, you don't know this, but I was a mainframe programmer back in the day, and I worked on a Xerox Sigma 6 CP5, and I used to lift disk packs that were about the size of, I don't know, flatten out a big bowling ball and almost as heavy. And you probably remember those days and the days of key punching. Oh, have I dated myself. We're ready for another break. i got to go fan myself here. You're listening to Coffee Break with Game Changers. This is Bonnie D. Graham on the phone from the floor of Sapphire. Now 2012 with Bill Talent and Dan Behold and Kathy Gates, CIO of Ole Miss from the Ivy Halls there. We'll be right back with much more about is the newspaper dead? Not even close. There's an app for that. We'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats? On Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Mike Beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution. Listen to Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. Tune in for What About Wealth every week to learn the vital answers to your questions about creating wealth, investing it, donating it, and protecting it. Your hosts are Rich Bloomfield and Rick Durfee, who explain the principles that govern wealth in terms you can understand. Building and preserving positive wealth requires correct action, but few people know how wealth really works. Listen every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and find the answers you need about wealth. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime anywhere and on any device www.sap.com Voice America Business Network The bottom line in business
You're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. To speak with Bonnie D. Graham and her guests, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to bonnie.d.graham at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag, pound sign, S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Now, let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. Okay, we're back. We're going to talk about something very healthy right now. You know, Coffee Break with Game Changers is called the most nutritious hour of business talk radio in the world. At least that's the way we like to think of ourselves and what we've been told. We're going to talk about something healthy. According to Kathy Gates, the CIO at Ole Miss, she says cross-pollination between industries, in the case of our topic today, higher education and news, is very, very healthy. Kathy also talks about how crucial it is for any business to choose Choose vendor partners who have a long-term vision for the meaningful, innovative use of technologies, which is one of the hallmarks of what Kathy does. So, Kathy, talk to me about this cross-pollination, higher education and news. Where do they come together? Well, the, in higher education, I think uh, sometimes we are inwardly focused. Sometimes we deal with just vendors that are higher education vendors, and because of that, we don't evolve as we should all of our we we all do the same thing and and um, take the same approaches but when you mix it up and in this case our interaction with mercury and our interaction with sap we're exposed to thinking across a lot of different industries and it helps propel us forward and put us on a path that is not the path that everybody else in higher education is taking so because of that, I, I do believe that um, in my role as CIO for the university, one of the most important things that I bring is judgment in trying to um, decide which path we should take and who we should choose as partners. In this particular case, SAP has um, – uh, we have a long relationship with them, but over time they have adopted – um, new technology and are in the space before we even know we need those services. Likewise, Mercury is a very new company and are just way ahead in mobile news. We have that need in higher education, and so by teaming up with Mercury, we could move at a much, much faster pace than we could have otherwise. Very, very exciting. I want to hear from Bill Talent, our 70-year-old teenager. Bill, it's so nice of you to give out your age in public. I appreciate that. So, Bill, what do you think about this cross-pollination? You as the vendor, Kathy as the client, SAP as the, the glue that brought you both together. What do you think of cross-pollination, and how does that impact what Mercury Intermedia is doing today? Yeah, it has everything to do with the success Kathy is achieving uh, we uh, we come from the commercial news business. Uh, we build applications for uh, big newspapers like USA Today, New York Times, Washington Post, and in television news, we build applications for CNN, Fox News, uh, Univision, Comcast, etc. So we had a deep tradition in the commercial news business. So when we came to approach uh, the uh, enterprise. Uh, with Dan Mahold at SAP, we brought that background and then we applied it to his enterprise requirements. When Kathy uh, first saw 
the prototype that we were going to build for SAP, uh, Kathy envisioned an app uh, for Ole Miss that would do the same thing. So it's been lots of fun for us to take our commercial news experience and cross-pollinate it into the enterprise vertical and into the higher education vertical, and that's what keeps us excited. Bill, I want to, uh, I'm going to quote here from an article Kathy wrote recently, some technical stuff that I think our audience would like to hear about this Ole Miss app for iPad. Kathy says the app consists of more than 40 separate multimedia feeds that are cached in Mercury's M3 system battle-tested software that today serves over 40 billion stories and notifications to 45 million mobile devices worldwide. Hosted on the Ole Miss campus, our instance of the M3 system is configured to poll the feeds at regular intervals with the frequency of polling determined by the feed type. Can you translate that into a little less weedy technical talk for us? What does this mean to somebody holding their iPad anywhere within reach, which we know is global, of Ole Miss, and wanting to find out the latest, let's say, sports news? How does this facilitate for them, Bill. Yeah, well, content is all digital today, and content mm-hmm. is uh, content's obtained from a technical point of view by getting what's called a feed from the content source. And we simply uh, learned how to take all these various feeds and put them together and translate them in the form of an application to what a user will see and delight in. It's extremely important not just to present content. Websites present content, but with mobile devices, the expectation is that content will be provided simply and easily, and that's what makes it work on a mobile device. That's really key. I want Dan Mahol to weigh in on the word. Bill used a, a very key word, delightful. He likes simplicity. He likes delightful. How important is it that apps be delightful? And, and Dan, you are working typically in, in a big business scenario through your role at SAP, big businesses, medium businesses. Do people use the word delightful, or secretly do they wish their apps would be delightful, Bill? I'm Dan. <laughs> yeah, Bonnie, that's a great question. <clears throat> I mean, it, it's the new standard for sure. And I think, you know, we got away with a lot of, of, of you know, poor interface design and focused more on engineering, you know, excellence, <clears throat> excuse me, in our products. So I think, you know, you have to do both today. You have to have um, a combination, <clears throat> excuse me, of, you know, a very, very exceptional user experience and, you know, combine that with a, with a bulletproof, you know, highly scalable, high availability application. And, and, and really, the reason that's, that, that, that's mandatory, and Kathy alluded to this, are her students are using mobile technology and they love it. And you can't, you know, separate that consumer experience, you know, from your work life anymore. You, you used to be able to do that, you just can't. And, all you got to do is walk around the floor on Sapphire, and there are tablets and smartphones everywhere. And people are using, you know, 10, 12, 15, 20 applications, you know, over the course of their day, and, the, and that experience, you know, brings them back. And if that experience isn't there and it's not delightful, you know, you, you, need to, you, you, you might as well turn the lights out. 
And Deb, while I have you, your foundation you started, the nonprofit ConnectedEDU.org, is this something, the idea of what all miss and this wonderful blending of age groups coming together for something that is so cool, so hip, so smart, so fast, this all miss app, is this something that you are bringing in to educate the high school students about leadership principles, about listening and watching and being responsive and delighting the audience? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and really, you know, if you're in the technology industry or you communicate, you know, with a broad audience, you have to move in this direction. It's not really a choice anymore. So our foundation is rethinking everything, you know, we, we, we've thought about and taught about. And, and really, you know, we can reach so many more people and impact lives in a positive way if we, if we, if we leverage this technology. And, you know, it's, it's, it, they're almost the same. I mean, Bill said that, that, you know, information is all digital, and it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that this, this gives us a phenomenal opportunity to quickly, in a, in a very dynamic way, provide information, you know, to, to a very broad audience that we couldn't reach before. Wonderful. And, and I want to get Bill Talent on again. Bill, it's very important to me to, to have you link up. Uh, we mentioned your age a couple times, and it's important because we're talking about bridging that good old thing called the generation gap. You have a perspective. You have that rear view looking behind you and seeing where the computer industry has come. You also have this phenomenal energy. I hear it when you speak. I see it in the information you sent me before the show. And you are helping a university bring their news to a mobile app at your age, quote, unquote. Forgive me for saying that. But how do you see this mobility as bridging that generation gap, Bill? How do you see it as bringing people together where some Somebody might meet you and say, OMG, you're Bill Talent from Mercury Intermedia. You helped to create the Ole Miss app for iPad? I'm glad to shake your hand. Do you hear that? Is that something you anticipate is, is being able to talk to kids through the app? You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just fun, Bonnie. Uh, one of the uh, interesting things about this uh, particular application is that one of Ole Miss's objectives was recruiting. And ah. they want to recruit out-of-state students because it helps the university financially. Well, an in-state student can visit the Ole Miss campus uh, regularly, but out-of-state students can. But this application is aimed at those out-of-state students who already use this kind of technology who want to be able to do more than just visit the Ole Miss campus one time, they want to be able to visit the campus every day. Uh, one of the uh, most interesting things about the app is that we developed the app, and, and now this is really difficult. When you're trying to keep an app simple, uh, is building an app that will talk, into, talk to seven different constituencies of the university. This app is aimed at students, prospective students, uh, parents of students, uh-huh. former students, a.k.a. alumni, faculty, mm-hmm. staff, and athletics. And it's doing a pretty effective job, as shown by Kathy's survey, of reaching all seven of those constituencies with a single voice. That is what uh, makes me want to get up and come to work every morning, to be able to see that kind of impact uh, from uh, an app well done. Huge. And there's our answer to the generation gap. The gap is gone because anybody who can use mobility 
can see it, can feel it, can understand the value of it. Great. Thank you, Bill Talent. I'm talking to Dan Mahold from SAP, Bill Talent, the brainchild, the force behind Mercury Intermedia, and Kathy Gates, CIO at Ole Miss. We're going to take our final break, and when we come back, it's time for the crystal ball. I'm going to be asking Kathy, Bill, and Dan to look ahead to 2017, and I know, I know Bill Talent has a very interesting answer to that five-year look ahead. So don't even think of touching that dial that mouse whatever app you're listening to us on we'll be right back the business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network the time for enterprise mobility is now according to idc By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime anywhere and on any device www.sap.com if you're ready to find your personal brand look no further than brand your fire get what you want radio with host monica magnetti to achieve success in business who you are and how you're presenting yourself makes all of the difference some of the topics discussed on our show include personal branding what it is and how it will help you we'll discuss the aspects of this including how to create a brand drive traffic and increase seo brand your fire get what you want radio airs live every tuesday at 8 a.m pacific time 11 a.m eastern on voice america business when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network you're enjoying coffee break with game changers presented by sap To speak with Bonnie D. Graham and her guests, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag pound sign S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Now let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. No, it's time for the crystal ball. I'm going to ask my three guests in order of appearance, just like in a big movie, what they think is coming down the road for mobility apps for higher education or any part of education or the news. Let's start with Kathy Gates, CIO of Ole Miss. And Kathy, be sure to tell us where everybody can find your amazing app. So Kathy, crystal ball, look ahead five years, please. Thanks, Bonnie. Our app is available at Ole Miss. O-L-E-M-I-S-S dot E-D-U slash iPad. That gives a little bit of information on the app as well as how to get to it in the Apple Store. Um, My crystal ball is showing that mobility will be deep, deep into the enterprise. For us, that's higher education. I think Mm -hmm. we'll have textbooks on mobile devices. I think our um, employees will be approving workflows on mobile devices. We'll have personalized content. Um, delivered to mobile devices, video lectures delivered to mobile devices with on-the-go learning. One of the most interesting um, 
suggestions that came from this recent survey was from uh, an alum who said he wanted on his mobile device to find other Ole Miss alumni who are near him using um, the geo capabilities of the device. And I thought that was fascinating. So wherever you are in the world, find other Ole Miss alums. That's what I think is in our future. And I have a quick question for you. We just got a tweet from Lori McCabe who says, don't they still have to write term papers? That would be hard on a smartphone or a, or a tablet. What do you think, Kathy? They do still use computers. Almost all of our students bring computers. But as Bill said early on, our students say that laptops are way too bulky to have to carry to class. So I they... second that emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Let's turn to Bill Talent from Mercury Intermedia. Bill Soapbox, five years ahead or five weeks, five days, five months? What's your pleasure today, Bill? Five years ahead uh, is a little further than <laughs> I can talk about. Uh, but uh, let's talk about uh, five months to two years ahead. You got it. Uh, I think the name of the, gra- the name of the game in mobile computing is screens. Uh, I believe that today, while we're used to a phone size screen and a 10-inch or so tablet screen, uh, uh, there's going to be lots of other screens that we're going to be looking at. Samsung has a terrific new uh, Note uh, device, a little bit larger than a television. It has a 5-inch screen. Uh, Kindle has made a real impact with a 7-something-inch screen. That's a really terrific device. But the next screen I see uh, that's going to make a big impact is the TV screen. Uh, Google has already pioneered in this area. Apple's got a device called Apple TV that can put most uh, content up on the big uh, living room screen. But where my excitement is, Mm -hmm. my excitement is the wrist screen. I think Dick Tracy was right. Uh, Some (laughs) of you who are listening in remember the Dick Tracy two-way wrist radio. There is already much development going on in wrist size screens that coordinate with your phone. As a matter of fact, we've invested in an ups in, in an up and coming company called Pebble Watch. Uh, they have a watch with an e-ink screen that communicates through Bluetooth directly with the iPhone. So I think uh, even though I pull my iPhone out of my pocket at least two dozen times a day to look at notifications hitting the screen, I think in less than 18 months you're going to be doing the same thing looking at a screen on your wrist that doubles as a watch. Wow, and I'm one of the people who is listening and talking to you, Bill, who does remember the, uh, the Dick Tracy two-way phone. OMG, here we are again. We've come back to life, haven't we? So I have a question for you, Bill, before we turn to Dan's predictions. Bill, uh, in terms of screens, are we are people wanting bigger? I know for home entertainment and home media, they want these humongous TV sets, and then we want little mini something on our wrist, and then we want something that's uh, nice to have. Maybe your iPhone is looking a little small these days, so the iPad offers that easy viewing window. Where do you think people are really going to love? Will we ever have a favorite screen size, or will we want them all, Bill? Uh, I think uh, the latter. I think we're going to want them all. I think we want a screen that works for us no matter what we're doing at a particular time. When I rode a bus coming over here this morning, I wanted to use my iPhone screen. 
uh, when uh, I'm traveling on an airplane, uh, a laptop's too bulky, so I want to use my iPad screen. Sometimes when I'm doing heavy-duty computing back in the hotel at night, I'll use my MacBook Air screen. So we're going to have a whole variety of screens for lots of different use cases, and we're not going to consolidate on any one particular screen, in my opinion. Thank you. I appreciate that very much, and so much for mobile viewing. Dan Mahold, VP Mobility SAP. What's on the crystal ball radar for you, Dan? I know you have a great future vision for SAP, for mobility. What are you seeing right now, five years from today? Dan? Yeah, I think, you know, our, our, the younger generation, and, and I have teenagers, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners, you know, have children, and, you know, the way they communicate is just awesome. And, you know, we, we live in the corporate world, you know, more in, in, in electronic mail, email, which has just been fabulous, you know, in terms of, of connecting us together. But, but my prediction is email will die a, die a very slow death. And I think mm. where we're moving with mobility, people are on the move, and, and, and that's going to that's gonna accelerate. The way we talk and communicate is going to move more to a real-time, rich, you know, digital experience. So today we read lots of text. In the future, we're going to be collaborating in real time. I think voice technology is going to play a big role in mobile. Uh, you've seen that on, uh, on, on Google's Android system and certainly, certainly Siri and Apple. But, but voice and collaboration is, is, is really, really going to shift. And, you know, we're, we're going to see the younger generation come into the workforce and, and really, you know, press, press hard back on, on you know, t- traditional you know, memos and, and newsletters that, that come via email. So that, that's, that's, that's my prediction. Very interesting. And I need another prediction from you, Dan Mahold. Uh, you and I, when, we, when you were my first guest and when the show started way back in October 2011, the show was called Breakfast with Game Changers. And it turns out breakfast was a very propitious word for you and Kathy Gates, CIO Ole Miss, and Bill Talent at Mercury Intermedia. So who are you planning to have breakfast with and change the course of mobility? What's your next big breakfast going to be, Dan Mahold, in the next five minutes or five days? You must have something coming down the road. Yeah, no, we uh, we were at Sapphire. We're quite busy. We've got lots of meetings with with some great companies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna visit with uh, with a mission critical SAP customer that I'm looking forward to. Good. Well, I hope that breakfast is as productive as the one you had with Kathy and with Bill. I'm gonna do a little future looking here myself. Coming up next week on Coffee Break with Game Changers, Wednesday, May 23rd. Oh my goodness, May is screeching to an end very rapidly. The topic will be No Virginia. The world is not flat. We'll be revisiting the topic of subsidiaries. You know, the mom and the kids, the parent company and the teens. Yeah, family relationships in the subsidiary world. Then we'll be talking on May 30th about an update on the consumerization of IT, also a topic we covered way back when we started the show. And on June 6th, we'll be talking about a very special new topic, reaching a multicultural audience via a deep customer experience, talking specifically about penetrating the Latin America market. And tomorrow in the cloud with Game Changers. Tomorrow is Thursday. We'll be on at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. We're talking about jobs in the cloud, generating new business opportunities. Can the cloud save the economy? Big question, great answers. A couple of shout-outs. Thank you to Patricia Harris, Joan Sherlock, Malcolm Kimberlin. Special shout-out to Dan Mahold. Thrilled to have you back. And a thank you to the Business Channel team. And let's see, we have 30 seconds, so we're over and out. I want to say special thank 
you and big hug to Kathy Gates, CIO at Ole Miss. Thanks for taking time out of your very busy day, Kathy, to join us. And to Bill Talent from Mercury Intermedia and Dan Mahold, my favorite mobility guy at SAP, believe it or not, from the floor of Sapphire Now 2012. Thank you for taking the time and tell everybody you were on Coffee Break with Game Changers live with Bonnie D. Graham. We'll talk to you next week right here on Coffee Break. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. To keep the Coffee Break conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to Twitter, hashtag pound sign S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Please join your host, Bonnie D. Graham, again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week. Thank you.